All right, folks, welcome in to Pickaxe and Roll, brought to you by our good friends over at Superbook Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Blackburn, at NBA Blackburn on Twitter, part of the Mile High Sports Podcast Network, and I'm excited to be joined by my guy, Swiper, here on this weekend. We got weekends with Swiper Edition on the pod, on the program. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning into the show. Really appreciate all the love and support on the podcast, as always. Uh, Going to be a good one. We're going a little bit during the, the football time, but wanted to still get out a final episode before the end of 2023 swipe how you doing we're wrapping up man i'm living man it's been uh you know everything in 2023 that we could have wanted happened man so i figured it'd be a great time to tap into the season and year you know after a loss of sga and um it's like you know, you get wrapped up in the small things and these little daily nuances and all that stuff. And it's like, you know what? The Denver Nuggets have like more to celebrate in this calendar year than they literally ever have before. And what a way to close the year, but for two great friends to close out the Denver Nuggets season with all of the best fans in the world. So, you know what? I'm really excited for this. I love it, man. It's been great. It's been a good year. A great year doing the show with you. We started doing this uh, weekends with Swipe back in I think like February or March. One one of the two. Yeah, I think it was and March. I think I think you're right. I think it was March, and we've been going strong basically uh, pretty much every weekend over the course of the Denver Nuggets season. We have done a show, and it has been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of joy, and we have. Uh, I've been able to expand the content a little bit over the course of this time. And mm-hmm. uh, the MHS channel is thriving. Uh, Swipe a cam channels thriving. And uh, the alley-oop is, uh, we're, we're coming. We're coming, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Like says, get your workout. Uh, have you seen these? Huh? <laughs> yeah. We out here. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, no, I'll be, I'll be hitting the gym hard. And, mm-hmm. and getting some workouts in in 2024. Hey, Ryan's the man of the hour. You should check some of these group chats. Ryan's getting invited to parties and shenanigans, all kind of stuff. Me, on the <laughs> other hand, I'm just out here just finding my lonesome. Goodness. Man, it's the, the, the group chats be popping. They, they be popping for sure. It's been good. <laughs> um, all right, man. Let's, let's, uh, let's chat about 2023. Let's chat about some of our favorite moments from this season. Uh, we'll do that. We'll we'll do a, a small little preview at the end of this upcoming week and what's to come in 2024, things like that. But uh, mostly this is going to be about the past. This is going to be about what has happened throughout the 2023 calendar year. There are a couple moments that we get to cross off from that list. We do not get to talk about Jamal Murray's buzzer beater in Portland anymore in 2022. Yeah. That was a sad one kind of going back through. That yeah. was over a year ago. And it doesn't actually qualify for this list. But I think that does, in a lot of ways, kind of kick off what was a magical 2023 for Denver. They needed Jamal Murray back. They needed Michael Porter back. They needed their team healthy in order to become the best versions of themselves. And I I wanted to mention that one because I think that that really kind of coincided with what was Denver's greatest year ever. Honestly, just think about all of the different narratives that existed throughout this season and the things that happened, um, you know, this is really just, it was an incredible year uh, for a lot of different reasons. And I think the Nuggets just able to overcome all the allegations because we just got to even think leading up to this year, nobody thought the Denver Nuggets could win a championship. Nobody thought Jokic was a certified 
again, bro, we had, you know, I love, you know, Nick Wright gets a lot of flack, but he's obviously amazing at his job, you know, really, really good at his job. One of my favorite people on social issues on national television. But That's fair. when it came to Joker, <laughs> I mean, he did a top 50 players the last 50 years. Joker 2 MVP is not even on his list. Luka notched to 20. Uh, and then within one season, Jokic goes from not on the list to 20. And then for me, I think, you know, I had him as high as, uh, I think, 19 on my list or whatever else it was, or 18. Um, and for Joker to just overcome all that, Jamal Murray, the Nuggets wouldn't beat the Suns if Jamal Murray was healthy. Allegations were absolutely destroyed. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. couldn't be a two-way player. Those absolutely stupid narratives were destroyed. And destroyed. Then Malone, that, that one was destroyed. Right. It was crazy. NBA Finals game one, blocking Caleb Martin at the rim and all this other oh. stuff. Now he's become a legitimate Ooh. two-way player. Uh, guarding Luka and Steph Curry in space now. Like, who is this mm -hmm. guy? Who, who is this dude? Who is this dude Josh that Giddy. couldn't guard the Utah Jazz on roller skates? It was he crazy. can't guard Josh Giddy, <laughs> but he can guard uh, Steph Curry. So, yeah. um, you know, I think that – I do think that this has just been a, a really great year. Uh, and, again, Malone, bro, I just thought about this the other day, you know, because the Coach of the Year odds came out. Malone is on – it's about – I would say Malone is uh, uh, about eight months – to seven months away from solidifying himself as a, a Hall of Fame coach. That's that's how close he is. That's how close he is, which is insane, yeah. given yeah. where the Nuggets were. No, he's going to be – and Drippington, we really, really appreciate you hopping along. I, I always see your comments on the beginning of the podcast just kicking us off in a good way. So thank you so much for following along as well. Um, it has been awesome to track Michael Malone. Think about where he was in Sacramento. Think about where he was in even at the beginning of his Nuggets tenure, where a lot of people needed him to tone it down. They needed him to be more comfortable in his own skin, mm -hmm. be patient and not be as uptight in a lot of these situations. And he has, to his to his credit, toned it down. He's been really, really good over the course of this last calendar year, basically. Just as the Nuggets proved what they needed to prove. He became a better and better coach, I think, and and was exactly what Denver needed to become the best versions of themselves. So, well, think about even where he is now. People said like the, the narrative on Malone is like, you know, he's potentially one of the two best coaches in the league now, like out of nowhere, and he outcoached everybody down the stretch in the playoffs too, including Eric Spoelstra. So yeah, it's just uh, yeah, a lot of stuff. But we got to tap into this uh, these uh, these all time uh, twenty twenty three list, man. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. It's gonna be great. Uh, gonna gonna have a lot of Hall of Famers from this Nuggets team. I'm hoping, uh, and and it, I, right now I, th I think you're probably only gonna get two like guaranteed ones that are stamped because of this last year. But um, I'm I'm excited to see uh, Jamal Murray make that run. That'll be great. Mm -hmm. Um, all right, let's uh, let's get into the actual list though. Let's let's start with the best moment of your 2023 was the, so you want to start at the top? Um, I think so. I think, I think okay. we should, I think we should start at the top. All right. Well, number one for me, easy was uh, after game five, the Denver Nuggets, they're <laughs> on a podium to, to yeah. win, not the in season tournament, but to win the NBA finals, which we just did not, I don't know. You know, I think my entire life, you know, watching the Denver Nuggets, it's not that I didn't think it could happen, but it's just there's no reality. There's no place for it. And, you know, for them to do that in, on a 16-4 and four run 
and to see the entire team solidified in NBA history when all the highlight reels are being shared about like all the best teams ever, the Nuggets are going to be in the conversation and they're going to be uh, on the little, you know, memorials and all this other stuff. And they're going to be flashing back to the NBA when it's full of cyborgs a hundred years from now. Remember 2023 uh, Denver Nuggets, an international team with a Canadian and a Serbian leading the way. Uh, they won an NBA championship. It was a great moment on that podium. It's one of the pictures that I used for the thumbnail for this pod was Jamal Murray crying while uh, Lisa Salters is interviewing him and everybody's around him. Just uh, just everybody vibing out, smiling. There's no there's no dry eye on the stage, basically. It's great. Uh, no, I, I agree, man. When when they ultimately raised that trophy, uh, when when the final buzzer sounded on that moment, it was surreal. It was and the thing about that game, especially, was that it was contested all the way through. It was a war. war. It was a uh, no. I was about to say uh, uh, something related to dogs. Um, it was uh, awesome. It was an awesome, awesome game, but it was a stressful game. It and it wasn't until I think about what really like 12 seconds left in the game mm-hmm. where they really started. Like, everybody could b- breathe a sigh of relief there. It, it took a while. What was the moment that in that game you knew that the Nuggets were winning? Was was it any moment? Um, I thought that after the Michael Porter pull up three, that they yeah. were going to win. I I yeah. thought that at that point that Denver had recaptured all the momentum, time was on their side. That felt like the dam breaking because the the thing about that series was that Mike couldn't hit it. He couldn't drop a pee in the ocean if he wanted to yeah. from three. So when he finally hit that one, and it was a yeah Mike three. That was the one that I was like, okay, it, it's happening this year. This is not, they're not going to be stopped. And even though Jimmy and, and Miami kind of kept it close, it was still a, mm-hmm. like, I still, I still felt like Denver was going to pull it out. No, I think I knew for me, bro, when, I mean, I knew they were going to win. I, I, I predicted five. I think you predicted five. That's a that mm-hmm. series. Yeah. But, bro, when they came out, they stood on business when the start of the fourth quarter, Jokic and Murray, there ain't no sub out. They're in the game, and I was like, oh, "Yo, this this is closing time." You know, yeah. this is this is Andy from the office closing time. <laughs> like, yo, they were not playing around. Like, yo, like y'all are not about to get no little run with the bench unit. Nope, you about to get Jokic and Murray the rest of the way. And Jokic, yeah, man, that was that was just an incredible game. So yeah, definitely number one for me. All right, that's your number one as well. That's that's my number one. My number two. Uh, it, it might surprise you is actually game three of that series. I was in the building for that one. And over the course of those couple of days prior, there were a couple of days off that Denver had. Yeah. And you could sense like, hey, this there's a like, hey, that's the only time that Denver's ever lost a home game in this in this playoffs. This is what's going to happen here. How are right. they going to respond? Is Miami going to do the thing again? And then Jokic and Murray put up matching 30 point triple doubles. And Jokic has 20 rebounds to add to it. And those two, like, that was their LeBron and Kyrie moment. That was their uh, Kobe and Shaq moments. That was their dynamic duo, unstoppable moments where it just doesn't matter what the other team did. Because if you remember in game two, Murray was a little bothered. Jokic was great, but Murray was a little bit bothered by the the style that Miami was kind of throwing at him. He had to respond. What were you having game two? Do you remember? 
I remember it being like five of 18, five of yeah. 15, something like that. And, and the efficiency just wasn't there. And he, he had some turnovers in the yeah. game. It was just like he, he wasn't making the right decisions. And it was a, a moment where he had to respond to the, the questions. And he responded in as great of a way as you possibly can. Yeah, it's it's insane. I think the Denver Nuggets all together that run did they lose by they lost by three, four, seven, I think, and then they lost to the the Wolves by. Uh, I want to say that one broke away a little bit, but it was in an overtime game. Well, I feel like it was like four. Oh, it, it, like, it may, maybe it was like I I, I remember I that. I'm saying I don't know if they lost by like a more than fifteen points total in the four losses they have. I mean, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like it was just insane. And then in that game that he didn't play well game two. Yeah. I mean, they still almost, they were Jamal Murray step back three away from tying back up the game. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, game three was incredible. I actually had game three for me. Uh, I had game three at four for me. Mm. Uh, Number two for me is actually uh, the Jokic finals MVP moment. And for me, the reason that sticks out is because Jokic averaged 30 points, 14 rebounds, and seven assists on a 67% true shooting. In the NBA Finals, like, best, this, he was the most efficient 30 point scorer in playoff history. No one's ever done that. 30 on 63 true shooting, and then in the final 67 true shooting versus arguably the best defense in the playoff with Bam Adebayo and Spolstra. So yeah. it was just asinine, man. Like, I just uh, – I think that was number two number two for me just because everything was done. All the Jokic nonsense, all the nonsense about Jokic being a dropper, not being – it was gone, obliterated. Right. Finals MVP, 30-13 and nine and a half. No, that's exactly – I, I think that's a fair moment. And he was so vindicating for a lot of Nuggets fans, right? Where right. everybody was just dreaming of this moment, hoping for the regular season success that Jokic had had, that the Nuggets have had to finally translate, where they were put into a good situation to succeed. Right. And they were. And, and this was – Jokic has fought through tougher circumstances in other, in other years as well and done great with it. But he had to go through Gobert and Towns, uh, DeAndre Ayton, which was like water. Um, Anthony Davis. Like and, the song water? Yeah, basically. No, it was like it was uh it was like he man, as opposed to running through the brick wall, it was like running right. through like a <laughs> a screen door, basically. Right. Um and it was Anthony Davis in the conference finals, and then Bam Adebayo and Eric Spolster yep. in the finals. And like like you've talked about with me, Bam Adebayo might be the best defender in the NBA certainly the most versatile, and he put up a fight against Jokic, and it just didn't matter. Right. Yeah, and then also defensively, Jokic held him a 50-true shooting in the NBA Finals run. Yeah. So People do uh, not give him enough yeah. credit for that. Right. And then in game four, he has like 23, I think 11 and, and 6, but he had three steals and like two blocks. I think in the course of that game too, or three blocks and two steals. It was just incredible. So anyway. I, remember, I remember in that game that uh, – it was like eight of twenty-five that that Bam shot as well. Right. So it's definitely one of those moments where uh, you're just you're just surprised about what's happening, and you're you're just you're pleasantly surprised by what's happening. Um, right. All right, a couple more here before we hit a break. Lakers series. I'm gonna go game four 
versus the Lakers as my next one. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm going game three, Nuggets versus Heat as number two. Game four, Nuggets versus Lakers as number three for me. Um, I was in the building for that one, luckily enough. And gosh darn, was the building so quiet. <laughs> it was so quiet, especially when Joker hits the the lean back mm-hmm. three quarter Anthony Davis fourth quarter. If if there is a signature play during that playoff run, it is that. It's that one where it just didn't matter what Anthony Davis did. Jokic was just going to hit the shot anyway. Right. Yeah, that was insane. Uh, three for me is uh, Jamal Murray game two versus the Lakers, Western Conference Finals. You know, Nuggets are down, double digits. They're struggling. Uh, and then all of a sudden in the fourth quarter, Jamal just goes absolutely super saiyan. And 23 points, 23 points uh, inside of the quarter. And just, you know, just is like, I'm done. You're, you're not going to win this game. So uh, that was his, at the time, I think his fourth 20-point fourth quarter uh, in the playoffs in three runs. Stupid. <laughs> in three playoffs. <laughs> In three playoff runs, he has four 20-point quarters. And I remember, you know, now even some Lakers fans were like, you know, he averaged 32 uh, points a game on uh, five rebounds, five assists, shot 50, 40, 90. They're like, well, is he ever going to do that again? I'm like, actually, that's the second time he's had a 30-point, 40, 50, 40, 90 series. So Jamal is just different, dude. Like, he is an elite shooter. He's an elite shot creator. And it all comes absolutely alive in the playoffs. I have no idea why that is. By the way, I'm gonna have to ask him at some point. We're we're gonna get it. We're gonna get Jamal on the pod. I I know that that's going to happen in 2024. The mm-hmm. manifesting that for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it has been a joy, obviously, to watch him level up in that manner, and, and and doing it every single time has been a lot of fun. Right. Um, game one for Nuggets versus Lakers is also one. This was the Rui adjustment game. This was uh, Jokic taking Anthony Davis to the woodshed and then them having to adjust as, as quickly as possible in three quarters. And that performance by Jokic might have been the best performance I have ever seen through three quarters ever. Right. Yeah. That was insane. Um, Number five for me is uh, the end of the run for Jamal. Jamal becomes the third player ever to average 25, five and five, 39% from three and 90% from the line. Him, Larry Burry, Larry Bird, Larry Bird and Steph Curry did it three times from 15 to 18. Uh, so obviously Steph Curry is, you know, one of the 10 best players ever. So it makes sense. So it's Larry almost. But yeah, yeah I think, you know, Jamal getting in that elite company, that kind of efficiency uh, and people just, yeah, I just think it's insane to me, dude. Like, how do you make it through a playoff run and you're shooting 39? He should have shot 40, but then he had one bad game in the finals that dropped it. Uh, but though just 39 and 90 percent from the line, 25 points a game, and you're just completely dependable as a playmaker, average 10 assists in the finals, too. Yeah, it was just insane. Cedric brings up a good point here, by the way. Yeah, just uh, I'm not, I'm not even gonna like talk about it. <laughs> the uh, the, the reaction from LeBron last night, yeah, I gotta was, think, was I gotta think about some things, <laughs> I gotta think about some things about my career, about my uh. About my time, about my time in the league, he's still Brother really good. Too, bro. So I, yeah. And that moment, I was like, bro, like just, just say, just say you got your butt whooped, like, and just walk, yeah. just keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it moving. That will, uh, that will never happen because Michael would never say that. Um, so, 
Here we go. Uh, all right, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to complete these lists, uh, and then we're going to talk about some some stuff in 2024. Should be a lot of fun. But first, everybody, this podcast, as you know, it's brought to you by our good friends over at Superbook. You can win a trip to the biggest football game of the year this year, courtesy of Superbook Sports. They will fly you and a friend to Las Vegas for February's championship game, and they'll give you two tickets to that game plus a three-night hotel stay. All you have to do is place a $25 same-game parlay between now and January 7th, and you're automatically entered to win. So wager and win a super trip courtesy of Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. We'll be right back on Weekends with Swipe Up. Pickaxe and Roll, Ryan Blackburn here. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning into the show. Really appreciate all the support. Make sure to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button down below. That helps us out tremendously if you do. All right, let's wrap up here, Swipo, with the rest of our lists and then some uh, some late 2024 talk. Uh, finish up basically with the Lakers series, finish up with the Heat series, I assume. Uh, do you have any other moments from those series that, that you think we should discuss uh, no, actually not those series, but number six for me, though, um, I actually have the Michael Porter Jr. dunk over Kevin Durant. Ooh. They lost that game. Yeah, they did. That was the passing of the uh, the legacy unicorn torch, um, I think, in my brain, man. I was just like, dude, the, the Nuggets didn't win, but, man, Porter was just like, just that cut, the pass, and then Porter just not caring. Again, people forget. To start that runoff, Porter was was shooting 80% on drives through the first couple rounds of the series, a couple rounds of the right. playoff. And he was dunking on Torian Prince. He had a dunk. Oh, uh, remember that Jamal Murray uh, in the Timberwolves series was holding the ball out with his right hand. Porter did a, did a cut through the lane. And then mm-hmm. Porter got a dunk on Rudy Gobert, too. Like, Porter was just like – he was just everybody know that he was here. So, Porter is a slept-on great playoff dunker. He's a gamer, man. Like that's that's one of the things that I've I've come to really respect about Porter. Like sometimes the shot isn't going to drop, but like mm-hmm. he found ways to impact the game, even on drives, even on rebounds, even on mm-hmm. defense, and it was a joy to see because that's what a that is what a complete basketball player does is when one aspect of their game isn't really working, you find other ways to impact it, and, and he did a fantastic job with it there. Um, for me, like. When I think about moments, I've been I've been going over games and just like just picking out different moments from those games. I guess uh, game one, Nuggets versus Suns, the we're ready for this moment with Jamal yep. Murray. Like that, that's one that I think about a lot. Where there were a lot of people that weren't sure if they were ready for this. There were a lot of people that were like, "Hey, we we are not necessary believers in Denver sort of matching up with a team like the Suns, a, a team right. that." is going to spam the pick and roll. The pickle roll is going to try to get into the mid range. They're going to get threes and layups on Joker's defense. And, and then that just didn't really happen. Like they, they started out pretty hot, but it just didn't really matter because Denver kept coming and they, they, they found solutions to it. And it was so clear that the nuggets were the better team in that series. And that was really the moment where it started. 
Yeah, so I had uh, the Jamal Murray were ready for this moment at 10. And you remember mm-hmm. Jamal Murray, this is his pull-up three-pointer. The Suns call a timeout. And the Nuggets, everybody – oh, because, again, I, I, just to be clear, they were the prohibited underdogs. The NBA media, like 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 ESPN majority, like a large majority thought the Suns were winning. The Suns, yeah. when they got Kevin Durant in February – the Suns are the best team in the even uh uh Marcus Thompson for the Warriors beat rider. You gotta feel bad for Nuggets fans. You gotta feel you gotta feel whatever if you're the Nuggets. And then they go into the series underdogs, and the odds say they're the underdogs. They got Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. Devin Booker coming off this crazy run versus the Clippers. And then the Nuggets are like, okay. Punch him in the face by 20 points. Yeah. And Jamal Murray. It's like I'm not afraid of anybody, and guarantee I'm gonna give everybody work in the series. So, yeah, that was a great moment, number ten for me. It was dope. Like that's that's one of those ones where you just you you know that a team is going to win because they're not afraid in that situation. And Jamal yeah. just he manifested that in a lot of ways. Like I know Denver that's always had that. They've always had a quiet confidence, especially this last year about themselves. But it was right. loud during starting in that series and then carrying on throughout the rest of the playoffs. They started really crowing a little bit and a lot of folks were not super happy about that but they uh they were doing it anyway um game six nuggets blowing out the suns that was a massive moment i think for for them and uh just sort of dunking on the suns after the the trash talk over the last few years and if only the nuggets had jamal murray it was it was definitely cathartic for sure and and i the the step back that murray had over Booker in the second yeah. quarter in that series was just like, okay, you cannot keep up with this dude anymore. This dude, mm-hmm. this dude's on the rise, and you have had your moments, and it is now gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, on my list, I had at number eight, uh, game four, Jokic Suns, 53 Ooh. points, 11 assists. The Ishbia game. Yeah, 53 <laughs> points and 11 assists. And it was just oh. like, this dude. <laughs> Remember, he got the ball, the back down versus Booker, back down, baited Booker, <laughs> got the ball yeah. up, hit the jump yeah. shot over him. 53 points and 11 assists for a center. Disgusting. It's like, that's a James Harden regular season line, and Jokic did it in game four of the playoffs. against As a center. Yeah, against a team they were not favored against. <laughs> it's crazy. And again, they lost, man. And Joker, you know, uh, he had a turnover on the handoff at the end of the game. Um, they could have tied the game up. Yeah. Um, but it was just like a miscommunication thing. But Joker, dude, is just like 53 points and 11 assists as a center. And he was cooking. Double teams, single coverage. He was passing the ball crazy. Oh, bro. Like, in the passing, he was finding – and then – so, and the reason I say that one is because, do you, do you know what the stat line was the game before that? Uh, it was, wasn't it a 30-20-10 game again? 30-17-17. Oh, that's right. I, I right mean, before that. It's close, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny? I, I, think I, could, Joker, I could put together any three numbers and like, it just like, you'd be like, yeah, that was probably close. It's yeah, like, probably, okay, it's probably like what Joker had. 27, 27, and 27. Sure. Right. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, Joker did. That's probably like a Jamal was out or something like that. He was just doing everything. Yeah. Joker, I think in the playoff last year in his losses, bro, I think he averaged 40, 12, and 11. And I think he shot like 50, 40, 85. Yeah. 50, like, I think it was around that. The, you know, there were a lot of people 
during this last playoff run, they were like, mm, man, Jokic is averaging 40 points in his losses. Like, what's up right. with that? Is something weird going on here? And I was like, he's doing what the defense is giving him. And they didn't give other people a lot of room to operate. So that's right. that's usually how that goes. But no, he, he's a baller, man. Like, there's yeah, he, a he, no, 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 I'm sorry. I, I, I misquoted. Excuse me. <laughs> Joker averaged 42, 11, 10, 60, 53, 80 in losses last year. 42, 11, 10, 60, 53, 80. In losses last year. So that's got to be like a 70 true shooting. Jesus. Well, remember, the the loss to uh, – the bad, the only bad one was the loss to the Timberwolves when he, he went like 8 of 28 from the field. Uh, but he no, yeah, they, won that, they won that game. It was the one before where he had 40 on the road. I was there. Like where he, he had 40 on the road in that one. And he, like, was. he was just dominating. And so that's like he had three 40-point games in the playoffs and Denver lost all of them for some reason. But – uh, yeah, no, and, and then fun. they had the last one. Obviously, was the uh, forty and I think it was forty eleven and five, forty eleven and four, uh, forty one yeah. eleven and four versus the Heat. Yeah, <laughs> he's just he's disgusting, man. He's it's like uh, if he's, he's gonna he's, lose, you're gonna have to beat literally one of the best players that's ever touched basketball to do it. He he's gonna finish top ten in the NBA, and he's not gonna be ten. Like he's he's gonna be higher than that. We I feel very strongly about this. I mean, I told you if, if Joker wins another title this year another mvp season which i think he's going to have an obviously he's already having another mvp season he's going to probably finish at worst two this year i think even even with luca and all them i just still think he the worst he finishes is two and then he closes the year with a championship again oh bro he's gonna if i i told you katie's a 14 for me he's i don't i don't care all what i'm at you know katie's been playing since you know 2007 all that stuff he's jumping katie so that's like 12 13 for me yeah, it's it's just a it is a the peak of him has been unbelievable. There right. there are maybe four players that have had a higher peak ever. Four at at most. Um okay, let's keep going. Couple more here. Do we want to talk about any other playoff moments or should we move to some regular season stuff? Uh yeah, I only have for uh I only have one more on my top 10 and that's from the uh, regular season. Okay. Uh, let me let me go through some of these rapid fire here. Beating the Clippers by forty at halftime. Yeah, that's, that's one. Great. That's that's a that was a great moment, and that was just a. I think that was a statement win where like Denver yeah. just owns the Clippers. That's just that's how it's going to be. Right. Um, beating Memphis on March third, basically solidifying the one seed, and then it was then like immediately after that they were like losing a whole bunch of games, and people were like, what's wrong with the Nuggets? It's because they had basically locked up the one seed with yeah, that. They went eight and ten down the last eighteen games. Yeah, <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, Peyton Watson, that surprise in April yeah. was great. That was a lot of fun, and mm-hmm. it, it sort of manifested what we've seen for this end of twenty twenty three portion, which has been great to see as well. Um, oh man, Peyton Watson's going to be Kawhi Leonard, huh? He's going to win another championship <laughs> this year as a as a top six player, and then he's going to be like. Mm. I kind of want to go be a superstar. I, I I cannot believe that Matt took time away from his awesome vacation that he's taking with his family, with his children, so that he could rag on us for having Peyton Watson faith. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> uh, I've, I've got two more here. Uh, I'm sure you have one of them. 
I have the bailout game by Reggie Jackson and DeAndre Jordan this year was mm-hmm. freaking unbelievable. It's one of my favorite things that I've ever seen from Denver mm-hmm. because all of the stars in LA played and the best player on the court was Reggie. It was yeah. awesome. <laughs> 30, what, 35 and 13? Something like that. Just just a, a stupid performance. Um, and then Ring Knight. Ring Knight's the final one for me. Yeah, Ring Knight was on this list for me as well. Uh, watching them all white suits. Um, Coke white suits, bro. Like all dripped down all the way. Gold all on it and everything. The banner goes up. The rings are displayed. The, the crowd. The aura of that night, everything about it, man. It was just a, a incredible, incredible, incredible experience, man. And just, and again, it's just watching dudes like you know you've been around them since they were all teenagers. You know, you were a teenager, so like watching these dudes come up and all of us get older and like become adults together, and then obviously everybody wins a championship. You know, it's just it's just incredible. Jamal and I are like two months apart in terms right. of our age, and I started getting into the building and started really getting into Nuggets coverage when he was drafted and it was, it's been very interesting kind of going through that. Cause I'm now 27, which means I've been doing this for eight years mm-hmm. and Jamal's been doing it for the same, same exact time. So been, uh, been impressive to just see where these guys have gone. Ryan, from. Y'all have to be in these uh, media rooms, man. Ryan, first name basis, Malone or uh, Jamal or whoever else. It's just funny. It's just funny to me. It's, it is, is not what I expected this year. Believe me, I, uh, it, this has this has evolved after the championship. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is this has been great. A lot of fun moments for Denver this year. I I don't have any other specific ones other than Ring Night and the bailout yeah. game from this year. But I'm looking forward to seeing what they can add in 2024. And and like I I can't imagine that 2024 will be as good as 2023. But we could at least see what happens. We could see if they can try. Well, I always expect greatness, man. So my last encouragement. One, I want to say to everybody, Ryan, everybody, I'm deeply, deeply appreciative of all the listeners, of you, of everybody that supported the channel, the way three years in for me. This is three years that I've been doing this. And, you know, we have just all, like, just ascended, you know. Yeah. And so the, the the love from the community has been amazing. Uh, Everybody, you know, everybody that's like supported the platform and the growth. And 2023, man, was a great year, even just professionally with all this stuff. And it wouldn't be possible um, from Mile High Sports to Lockdown Nuggets to Bleacher Report to Slam Magazine to everything, you know, all of it because Nuggets fans are the best fans in the world. And they've just been supporting and like, you know, they engage with the content so much. And so I'm, I'll always say, you know, I'm, I'm a man of the people because the people kind of help make me who I am. So. I'm deeply appreciate everybody. So shout out to y'all, man, for making 2023 such a great year. Really appreciate you, man. Awesome words. It has been a joy to be able to do this and to be able to learn from you and to be able to uh, just continue to grow together. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, I remember back to the beginning of this channel. This this channel, Mile High Sports, had 500 subscribers back mm-hmm. in January of 2023. And between myself, Anilo, Cody, you... And everybody that's been involved in terms of creating content for it, mm-hmm. taking it from 500 to 5,000 in what feels like the blink of an eye. So, and a lot of work, a lot of fun behind the scenes, a lot of, lot of uh, tough moments behind the scenes for sure, just as, as we continue to grow. But uh, the acceleration is on track. So I'm going to do the same thing for the Alley-Oop, man. I, I'm at about, uh, about, about 430 some mm-hmm. odd subscribers there. 
We're going to take that to, to 5,000 as well in 2024. Mm-hmm. I'm manifesting. Let's go. <laughs> that, that would be wild. <laughs> it would be so wild. Oh, my gosh. Well, for everybody, uh, we, we'll we'll do some other 2024-related things in future episodes. Swipe and I might record some things offline here just to make yeah. sure that we get some good stuff. But I think that is going to do it for this episode of Pickaxe and Roll Weekends with Swipe Edition. Uh, from the bottom of our hearts, once again, thank you for a great 2023. Here's to 2024 being fantastic. We are looking forward to celebrating another championship for the Denver Nuggets. Thank you so much, everybody. We will talk to you guys very soon.